an omniscient, omnipresent, and omnipotent God that has put his hand on this moment in time to deny the timeline of the enemy and is about to heal our land. I believe that all the world religions tell you that to get to heaven, you have to earn your way to heaven with your works. But only Christianity teaches that it's by faith alone. And for me to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% me. And for you to get to heaven, it's 100% Jesus and 0% you. I believe that Satan wants you to live in fear. So he can feed off your fear. The God has raised up an army of God. His remnant, his red-pilled Christian patriots that will help defeat Satan and the New World Order because of our faith. I believe that Satan incited the Jews to scream, crucify him, crucify him. And it totally backfired when Jesus said, forgive them, as they do not know what they do. I believe Jesus' death on the cross was a complete victory over Satan. And that his victory allows all of your past, present, and future sins to be forgiven so that you can live the abundant life. And I believe in the power of one person working as a team with other Christian patriots and have massive impact in reversing this ungodly culture. And I believe that when I'm preparing to teach something, I end up forcing myself to learn it more deeply and I get blessed from what I learn. Therefore, I'm blessed to teach. And I believe that God has called me to empower Christian patriots with truth. And that's why I invite you to join us at blessedtoteach.com. That's blessed with the number two, teach.com. God bless you. And I hope you'll join me and all the Blessed to Teach patriots. And let's see what God is doing today. Here we are on Tuesday, July 18th, 2023, and we're going to be talking about a new indictment on Trump. I think they're going to continue to come. Um, probably others coming for anybody to do with January 6th that they don't like. So I think there's going to be direct t attacks everywhere. Um, so tell you what, uh, we got uh, see so got a message from Gus here, just making sure nothing changed. Okay, all right. So it looks like a Reverend Craig Higgins is going to be with us live here at the bottom of the hour as scheduled. That's awesome. So looking forward to having Pastor Craig Hagen coming on for the first time. And we got a bunch of first-time guests coming on, which is kind of uh, fun as guests continues to fill out the schedule. It's beautiful. If you've got some suggested guests, let us know. We usually we have a huge amount of guests we want to come on, though. They're all primarily from the Reawaken Tour or, or uh, offshoots of that. So it's just beautiful how many people we have. We we only do two guests a week, so it is a little tight, but um, it's, we enjoy them. And so let's get rolling on what's going on with Trump and the attacks that keep coming on him. And I think Amanda's word that clearly said that he needs to really come to the Lord and completely give this to the Lord because they're going to take all his time and energy with all these lawyers, etc. They're, they're purposely doing this tactic. And Trump needs to uh, depend on the Lord and use authority in Christ to call this down, right? We're going to learn a little bit about that as we get into this episode. A lot of news to get through in the next half hour, so let's jump into it 
right now. Here's Trump on True Social saying, Witch hunt! Crooked Joe Biden and his Injustice Department want to indict and arrest a presumed political opponent, me, who is leading him in the polls in the upcoming presidential election of 2024. Such a thing has never happened in our country before. And in the middle of a campaign, election interference, and prosecutorial misconduct. And um, he went on to some more, um, just given details about what happened on Sunday night. All right? Uh, it says, wow, on Sunday night, while I was with my family, having just arrived from Turning Point event in Florida, where I won the straw poll against the other Republican candidates with 85.7%, with all polls showing me leading in the Republican primary by very substantial numbers. Almost everyone predicting that I will be the Republican nominee for president. And as I am leading Democrat Joe Biden and in the polls by a lot, horrifying news for the country was given to me by my attorneys. Deranged Jack Smith, the prosecutor with the Joe Biden DOJ, sent a letter, again it was Sunday night, saying that I am a target of the January 6th grand jury investigation and giving me a, a very short four days to report to the grand jury, which almost always means an arrest and indictment. So now Joe Biden, Attorney General Merrick Garland, who I turned down for the United States Supreme Court, in retrospect based on his corrupt and unethical actions, a very wise decision, together with Joe Biden's Department of Injustice, have effectively issued a third indictment and arrest of Joe Biden's number one political opponent, who is largely dominating him in the race for the presidency. Nothing like this has ever happened in the country before, or even close. They illegally spied on my campaign, attacked me with a totally fake dossier that was funded by Hillary Clinton's campaign and the DNC, impeached me twice, I won. They failed on the Mueller witch hunt, no collusion. They failed on the Russia, Russia, Russia hoax, the 51 intelligence agents fraud, the FBI, Twitter files, the DOJ Facebook censorship, and every other scam imaginable. But on top of all that, they have now effectively indicted me three times, the DOJ staffed and runs the DA's office in Manhattan, with a probable fourth coming from Atlanta, where the DOJ are in strict and possibly illegal coordination with the district attorney, whose record on murder and other violent crimes is abysmal. This witch hunt is all about election interference. <coughs> Excuse me. <coughs> now I have a cold, just a tickle. The last sentence is here is in all capitals. And it says this witch hunt is all about election interference and a complete and total political weaponization of law enforcement. It is a very sad and dark period for our nation. Is that not correct? So you see the great way, gateway pundit talk talking about this. It says target of garbage January 6th investigation. Given four days to testify before the grand jury. Braces for imminent indictment by Biden regime and Jack Smith. And this article goes on to also point us to another article they had done a few days ago that says the DOJ wants to appeal sentences and add more years to several J6 defendants. They want Stuart Rhodes, who was a, 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 you know, basically a targeted by the FBI, his whole organization, um, locked up past age 75. 18 years is not long enough, attorney weighs in. 
So there's a whole article, a couple articles here. Again, everything I show you is always in the show notes. So make sure you are subscribed to those and you get a write-up of what I covered during the show as well as links to every single article I show you. Um, that's one thing I committed to when I started this program is to make sure I'm only giving truth. And the one way to do that is to make sure I'm backing up everything with uh, with specific links. Here's D.C. Drano on Twitter's take on this. It says, breaking, President Trump announces he has received a letter from the DOJ signaling he will be arrested and indicted for, the Jan- for January 6th. Yes, the same J6 where National Guard troops were rejected by Democrats, where undercover FBI sources and DCPD officers were in the crowds, where Pelosi secretly worked to lower security measures, and where political... Uh, where police launched flashbangs and tear gas into a peaceful crowds. The DOJ is now going to indict the president who fought against fraudulent elections while they protect the crackhead Ukrainian bribe family in the White House. The deep state is in the greatest threat to the American people. And I'm sorry, the deep state is the greatest threat to the American people. And we are sadly reminded today why that is true. They must be abolished down to the root. Is that not right? <laughs> I think DC Jane has got that's that's why these guys aren't going to stop, right? Even when they've lost power, we've infiltrated the infiltrators. Um, they um, must be abolished down to the root uh, because they're not going to. This this is a criminal organization that won't stop until they're they are forcefully stopped. So this will be why we need to really be using our power and prayers. We fight the spiritual battle is the main thing that we can do to make this happen. Obviously, get involved with the local levels, all the t- type of stuff you can do to make sure that we don't let this progressive, um, you know, Solinsky tactic, useful idiots is what Solinsky called them, right, take over all our political positions, especially at the school board area and at the local level, et cetera, all the way up to the federal government. Um, so I love what General Flynn and Clay Clark are doing to make sure and just helping everybody get involved. But our main weapon is going to be prayer and thanksgiving, as uh, many of the songs we sing talk about. All right. Uh, this episode is sponsored by Share Healthcare. So if you go to Share Health, Share Healthcare, I went to the wrong wrong uh, link here, um, and then you put slash Rick B2T at the end. You will get to um, this page here that talks all about Share Healthcare. And obviously, when you sign up, make sure you put Rick B2T code in there. Um, this way, guys, you will you'll be helping this ministry as well as getting out of this uh, this cabal system of healthcare, the sick care system, they call it, right? Um, this would be great supplemental insurance for those who get free insurance or very low cost insurance, um, because it, the maximum is a thousand dollars per incident. So, for instance, my Family had to get a, a a young kid's tonsils out was six thousand dollars out after insurance, right? Well, if you had share healthcare, that would have covered all but a thousand dollars. And so this is a, a great Christian sharing program. Um, I got rid of my cabal insurance completely. Why? Because I know if something happens to me, I'm going to want to go a natural approach. Well, they won't pay for that stuff. You you're forced into the big pharma um, system and their approach only. You can use both. You can use either the, the take take the benefits of what you think is good in, in the cabal system and the and, and the Rockefeller medicine, etc. But you also can go the natural route. Okay, so that's why and you can see the cost of this is way lower than the two thousand dollars for for three people that, that you find out there in, in insurance coverage. Again, sharehealthcare.com, a Christian sharing program. You can um, 
use Rick B2T code to sign up and to find it. And there's a link down below in the video as well that tells you more about the Share Healthcare, a new way to show you care. All right. Um, here's a whole analysis by Julie Kelly, who does a lot of analysis, etc. Her basic prediction is that it's not going to be just Trump being indicted. It's going to be a lot of other of their political enemies. All right, they're going to go after a ton of people. So that, that'll be real interesting. I'm not going to read through that detailed analysis, but I wanted that into the show notes for you guys. Biden approves another $1.3 billion, with a B, to Ukraine. If you can get any more ridiculous, this uh, this continues. And this shows the uniparty support because they couldn't get this all through. With a, with a bunch of um, people in the House and, and Senate that would actually fight this. But nope, the Uniparty just pushes it right on through with Joe um, as, as they did this huge campaign that was another PSYOP similar to the fear campaign of COVID. They went through the whole, you got to love Ukraine. They're a beautiful uh, country, even though it's the most corrupt country ever, ever since Obama took it over in 2014. And they acted like it was some some beautiful country that uh, and, and this evil Russian um, dictator of, of Russia, um, Putin, was taking it over. That narrative is just wrong when you dig in and watch the details and see about the bio labs that were there, the human trafficking was there, the money laundering that was there, and the cover-up they're doing to cover up Biden's crimes is extremely obvious. Um, New York Times casually drops a truth bomb about 30% of COVID deaths weren't from COVID. And I think this is a way, way underestimation when you just look at them redefining influenza um, into COVID deaths. Uh, but even even when you even have the, the leftist uh, areas starting to mention this, you know they're trying to cover up for new findings that are going to be happening. So this is uh, good news that, again, this is coming out into the truth area of uh, the normie, if you will, or these people in the center, these people who haven't woken up from what really is going on. When you get uh, this type of uh, cover that the that the New York Times and Washington Post and everything's having to do shows that the truth about the medical cartel is coming out. This is why I push um, and and ask you guys to really look at the share healthcare because the insurance companies are all part of this medical cartel, right? And they don't pay like up to 30% of what they say they're going to. It's all contract-based, and they're motivated to not pay you. And they and now you've seen what's happened to insurance over the last 10 years where it used to cover almost everything, and now you have huge co-pays, huge um, share that you have to do, um, and and they, they are really pushing us to make sure we're all broke. Um, so again, we have... Reverend Craig Haven com coming on, Hagen from Raymond Bible School. I'm excited. His grandfather is a author of a famous book um, that helped Clay Clark's life completely change over the last three years, which is crazy, and that is called The Believer's Authority. He'll be on then Bold Poland. He's coming on tomorrow night. We'll get more about his timeline analysis, but more importantly, I think just about his expertise in gold and silver and, and how to protect yourself. Um, Dr. Jim Meehan. Uh, MD coming on. We've got Trey Smith coming on, Clay Clark, as well as 107. And then we have Dr. Brian Artis and Mary Crowley. Mary Crowley does prophesies over people that have their cameras on backstage when she's here. Don't miss these. Again, get your backstage pass. It used to be $17.76 a month. It is now a pay-forward model where you can come on. We'd like to have you on here free. You can be backstage with all these great guests, not to mention all the other benefits that are discussed. Just go to blessedteach.com. It's discussed on that page. If you just hit the backstage tab, you're going to see everything you get when you do that. Now, Julie Green had the prophetic word again this morning. 
Um, she had quite a few that we have not been able to cover because I covered Amanda's uh, over the last couple of shows. And we, uh, and I wanted to kind of talk to you about a little bit about my experience. I've talked about this is about I now documenting my alone time with God publicly. God's told me to do that. So uh, it's not easy for me to do that, but uh, that's what he told me to do. It. Here's my whole stories here. This book from Nathan French Ministries called, um, it was a big game changer for me, which is, uh, w w there's three of the books, but his first book from 2012. So it's not meant to be a secret. God wants to talk to you. So I've documented that for you guys um, that you can find on this link in the show notes, but it's also, you can find, just go to neighborhood.social. That is where all the remnant is meeting right now in this ministry, right? Um, so if you want to be part of Zoom groups outside of these calls and just get to know other people, it works just like Facebook. It's called neighborhood.social. You can download it on your phone as well. And okay, just go to the Play Store or the Google, or the Apple Store. And uh, this blog here is uh, updated pretty regularly. I try to do that every two or three days. I updated it from today's discussion that I had with the Lord. But what I wanted to show you here, if I just search on these, uh, I know, 25 words or so I've gotten from the Lord, and I just search on the word focus. Um, that's kind of the, one of the main, main thing he's really hit me on. Um, like today, the book will be a blessing for many who will spend time truly seeking my face as they study the book versus reading what everyone else is saying. And it's talking about the book of Revelation there. Keep your focus, Rick. Keep your focus on me as you read and study my word. And then down here it talks about understand these times and how my body needs to refocus. You can see there's a lot of stuff on here. Stay focused, he says here. It's harvest time very soon. Stay focused. Teach everyone that listens to you to be in my word more than ever before. Here's another word from uh, yesterday, from, from Monday, saying this is the time to focus. Continue to study my word like you've never been and memorizing scriptures like you ha have been. And then here's another thing that says, stay focused and complete the book of Revelation quickly. No delays. Um, your teaching will be very important to many who have been moved into confusion on what is very obviously in my word. And so that's, um, that's, these are all words that he's given to me to, to, to uh, get to the book of Revelation. We are going through that on Mondays, Thursdays, and Sundays. So if you want to follow that along, make sure you're at, after the show on Mondays and Thursdays. Obviously, the recordings are all available as well. And then on Sunday mornings, which you will be able to get each day. I just finished up Revelation 4 and 5 on Monday night, last night. And then on Thursday, we'll be going, to, going over Revelation chapter 6. And then Sunday, we'll be going Revelation chapter 7. So, uh, But anyway, I wanted to show you that how the Lord's really been telling me and getting wants his body to, to really focus on him right now, really be focused. And this is uh, the reason I mentioned that is as I get into Julie's words, uh, it, it was like, and I, and I do not look at her words until the Lord's talked to me for the day. But here is what she was given today. For I, the Lord, this day, I say that there have been an attack on my body in more ways than one. One attack after another, after another, after another to suppress the power and the authority and dominion that my body, my body, has upon this earth. I have said in my written word to touch not my anointed, and do my prophets no harm. My children, remember the enemy that you are facing. The enemy is trying to split, divide, destroy, annihilate my body. Stay focused on my word. Stay focused on walking in love. Stay focused on your enemy and how he's already defeated. So I thought that was just amazing. 
just uh, how God uh, is as he speaks to different people. And then again, he wants to speak to you. I want to come back to that, guys. You don't need to focus on Julie Green and Amanda Grace as much as yourself, right? Those should be secondary sources. Their primary source should be in the word of God and speaking to God and spending alone time with him. And that's what the book that really helped me was Nathan French's It's Not Meant to Be a Secret. God wants to talk to you. So I've already heard a lot of people got this book based on my recommendation here and are starting to read it and they're having the same it's having the same effect on them as me. They're starting to hear from God more closely. And so I just recommend that you really think about doing exactly what um, I've been doing lately. And that is really expecting to hear from God. And that's the faith part, right? Hands on the keyboard or, or piece of paper and journal ready. And you, you, you basically get quiet with him. Now, I, I like to prep this all with, with, with uh, doing my morning prayer, doing my morning, morning memor memorization. That probably only takes five minutes, maybe, because I just go through three verses a day, right? And so it rotates through all my verses. And then I do a little bit of Bible study. And then I do what I'm saying. And then I get quiet and I start communicating with God. And my hands are on the keyboard, my eyes are closed, and I just have a conversation with him. Right, and so I believe he wants to do that with millions and millions of people, and he wants to talk to you directly. Okay, and then you write down what he says. You don't have to share it. I, in fact, he even told me most people won't share it. Right, some of you will share it publicly, but many, many of you, he's going to be directing your paths. That's what he wants to do. So let me start over here. This is just a really key part in this paragraph. Stay focused on my word. Stay focused on walking in love. Stay focused on your enemy and how he's already defeated. Stop looking here or there and anywhere. It could easily get your attention. It gets your attention off of me. And as other words, he gave me very specifically about God, the Lord's going to try to take me off course as, as, as a ministry, me, me, me personally as well as, as well as the B2T ministry. And so, the, again, these, uh, this confirmation that we're hearing from the same God telling us the same thing of what time we're in, etc. It gets your attention off me. And there is so much confusion. There is so much right now, offensiveness, anger, bitterness, and unforgiveness. So much self-pitying. There's so much of these things that are going on. Every tool of the enemy is picking up pace. I've warned you of this place and time. My children, stand up. I have said it, this repeatedly, stand up, get up, get up from your places of defeat, get up from your places of despair, get up from that confusion, get up. Remember, the enemy is the author of confusion. I give you a sound mind, wisdom, knowledge, understanding. I have given you these things. You have the mind of Christ, not a confused, battered, anxious, worried, and fearful mind. Your enemy and all he's using they are picking up the pace. They're doing more destruction. They want to cause more deaths. They want to take away more of your freedom. They want to destroy your nations once and for all. That's on the docket. That's what they want. That's right here. They think it's right in their fingertips to do exactly what they want. All they have are these final moves and that's it. They have overtaken the world. Well, that's not true because it's mine. And I have given it to you, children of Almighty God. I've given you this earth to you. So get to know who you are and who you belong to. 
get to know the power and the force of the resurrection power on the inside of you. The force that it brings when you tap into it and you speak the words I need you to speak in every situation and what damage and destruction it does to your enemy. Align. Align with me. Align with my word. Align, not divide. Not turn your back with unforgiveness and rage and anger. Love. Love is the answer. Why do I say that? Why do you say that? Because I am love and I am the answer. This is the day, my children, the enemy is going to throw out all these things to completely bring the body of Christ to its knees, to bring the body of Christ to its knees so they won't fight back. And I'm telling you today to fight back. I'm telling you today to use your authority. I'm telling you today, do not quit. I'm telling you today, do not give up. I'm telling you today, do not grow weary. I'm telling you today, do not be in fear. Know that your enemy is a liar. Know that he's defeated and know the ultimate weapon is my name. The name I have given to you in the name of Jesus. Woof. That's exactly right. I just want to also mention that I had a lot of words and the body aligning with the head. So when he says align with me, remember Christ is the head. Use that name forcefully. Use my word forcefully. Remember, it's a sword. You are my warriors. Children of Almighty God, take back the dominion and the power and the authority upon this earth. Take it back. Take it back this day. I say take it back, for there's coming a day where you will see and experience a glory. You'll experience something that you haven't before. So receive this day. Receive me in all of the authority in Jesus' name. Pretty inspiring, huh? I also wanted to, again, just let people know that if they want to participate in the Great Harvest, part of that, I believe, is making sure you have not using fiat currency for ever, all of your your uh, investments, right, or stocks or bonds. Just to get a free consultation from Kirk Elliott, who's an expert in all of those, as well as precious metals, and understand what your specific situation is. There's a link down below, and again, it's kirkelliottphd.com slash B2T. And uh, that'll bring you to this page, but it's easier just to give Kirk a call. Get your free consultation. Don't delay, guys. You don't all be one day late on this because it'll be over. 720-605-3900. Just make sure you're diversified and not focused on too much money in the bank or too much stock or all that type of stuff. I actually don't have any stock <laughs> because I know what the prophets are saying about that and what is inevitable when you look at the, uh, these cabal stocks. Can you call Kirk at 720-605-3900. All right, here it is. Um, some more news I want to get to before Craig comes on. Portland's suspected serial killer is convicted felon released early by former Oregon governor. So, uh, so we have a serial killer out there. Why? Because they, because all these Antifa people and everything, they they purposely released him to do more damage at, for part of what, similar to what Hitler did with the brown shirts, right? You had your Black Lives Matter and your Antifa people out there, and sure enough, one of them it becomes a serial killer that they release early. Fauci accused of perjury, lied under oath about funding gain-of-function research in China. So we're now uh, starting to see this all come to fruition as Fauci gets outed. Arresting Putin, a declaration of war. Um, so this is uh, this BRICS conference where 
Putin is supposed to go to, but there is there's some international arrest warrants for Putin. So again, this is this is to me the criminal globalist Luciferian cabal wanting to keep their money laundering, human trafficking stuff a secret, and their bio labs a secret. And it, and so obviously a lot of that has ended with the with with, with the Russia's Russia's uh, in in Ukraine. But now um, they need to somehow cover that up, and so they're they're going to do everything to malign Mr. Uh, uh, Mr. Putin. So that that is real interesting. I want to go back a little bit to the word that the words I have been getting from the Lord, and part of what um, came out was an, another thing that she just talked about is a line. So I wanted to kind of look at some of those those parts. So this was Tuesday, July 18th. This was today. He said some things to me. So I come. It says, "Your messages that you deliver out of your teachings will help many align with my head. I command my church to align." Take refuge in me. Take refuge in my word. Take refuge in worship and praise. As each person takes refuge in me, they will be spending time with me, and I will show them how to align with me to move forward. This is, yeah, I see Craig coming on, so I'll just finish it up real quick. I'll, 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 I'll come down to here. The remnant's obedience to align with me will cause multitudes to align with me in the near future. So, you know, we just saw that Julie were talking about those words as well. I see, see um, Reverend Craig Hagen on. I think I hear, hear the, the is it working. Craig, how are you doing today? I'm good. Can you hear me? Sorry, I was on the phone. I couldn't get the person off the phone call. <laughs> no, perfect. Well, we really appreciate you being here. <laughs> it's uh, You're right on time. So, uh, but uh, it's the first time you've been on the Blessed Teach show, so I really appreciate you coming on. Uh, what I'd like to do with the uh, first time guests is just kind of get people to know you that may not know you. I know you're already pretty darn well known, but wanted to kind of dig in a little bit and just understand kind of your walk. I, I saw at three years old, you were stacking Bibles in your grandfather's church or something like that. Or So can you tell us a little just about the yeah. story of how you got to where you are now a little bit? Well, as far as the ministry, obviously, I was pretty much born in my Both of my grandparents are um, are ministers my dad's a minister um you know my grandfather traveled and uh, so my dad when i first was born he was an associate pastor with my other my mom's um dad in um, dallas texas area and then um when i became three when i was three we started working for my grandfather here in tulsa and traveled around the ministry and so we had a book table and i would work the book table our books at that time were 50 cents so if you hand me a dollar, I'll give you 50 cents. If you hand me $5, I'll give you 50 cents. If you hand me $20, I'll give you 50 cents. <laughs> I would. Uh-huh. Now, what's funny is, is I, have, I have a degree in accounting now. So um, that's what's funny. So you know, I learned at a young age um, how, how, to, how to take money. But, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I, I was, um, you know, in the ministry all my life. Um, I mean, been around my grandfather. Um, in fact, one lady says, um, well, Craig, you're a YouTube sensation. And I'm like. I said, well, what's, what message did you like the most? He goes, oh, I'm not talking about your messages. I'm talking about your grandfather. I said, every time I watch your grandfather, you're, you're like behind him, helping him. And I, I was his crusade director for well, 20 years, something like that. And it's just been a, you know, you know, I was with him. You know, I, I probably in his latter years was closer to my grandfather than my dad even was because I traveled, traveled the world with, well, I guess, United States to Canada. He, he didn't, by that time, he wasn't traveling 
overseas, but traveled all my life. Um, you know, then um, actually um, didn't want to go in ministry. I actually was wanted to be in business, um, and I had a supernatural situation when I was um, senior in high school. I was at a um, a youth prayer meeting, and all of a sudden, I just got caught up. I mean, I didn't see the Lord or see anything. But I just heard an audible voice from on high, you know, talking about that, you know, I'm supposed to follow the footsteps of my father's and my, my father and my grandfather's in the ministry. And he, um, the Lord explained to me a couple of times where the devil tried to kill me a number of times, but I've, I've preserved your life for, you know, for your future calling. So I, I knew I was called and um, I actually, I still went to college, got a degree in, in accounting. Um, at that time, my mom changed her philosophy, but at that time, I wanted to go to Ramos. You know, we have Ramos Bible Training College, but it's a technical school for ministers or for someone who wants to learn the Bible. We don't teach math. We don't teach English. We don't teach accounting and those kind of things. And my, my mom's like, you need to go and get a business degree so you can help us out in the ministry because the ministry is a business. And I, I did. I got a degree in accounting. My accounting professor tried to get me to go to law school to become a, a tax lawyer. And I said, no, I'm going to ministry. And, um, been there ever since. Um, you know, just... Um, you know, I've been 30-something years now, been been preaching the Word. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm not officially the co-pastor, but pretty much me and my dad operate as co-pastors here at Rayma. We have other associates, but um, me and him preach on Sunday. We're the only ones who preach on Sundays. So. Mm-hmm. And then we have 289 Bible schools in 53 nations now. And 289? Wow. Yeah. So I'm over all the international Bible schools. Um, that's one part of my role. I teach in the school here, and then I'm very involved, involved in the political scene. Um, very involved in the, in the the GOP party. Um, really, was always kind of involved. My first political race I helped. Um, I was, I don't think twelve. Um, Tom Daxton ran for governor here in Oklahoma. Me being twelve years old, obviously a very political person. No, my best friend. Um, <laughs> he had an older sister. Was married to Tom Daxton, some campaign manager. So they needed someone to pass out stuff, and so me and my best friend would pass out stuff. And, you know, they said, hey, um, Craig, would you like to work the fair every day for free? I'm like, sure, I'll go to the fair every day. So they would take me. <laughs> I didn't go every day, but, you know, but quite a bit. So, so yeah, I was always kind of involved in, you know, in political process. You know, my, my grandfather always said that we should pray for this nation and that we should vote. And if you don't vote, you can't gripe. I was, I was always, my dad's probably the most um, patriotic person I know. And, but I was always kind of, you know, just mainly it was, it was the national races. It was, you know, the governor and the national races. And then I started this whole mess in 2020, figuring out that the school boards are very important. Your, your, your state congressmen are very important. So yes. I got, I got, I got involved on, on a local level. I mean, you know, I might have the cell phone of my senators and, and, and you know, representatives in Washington, DC, but I had no clue. It was just my own representative. In, in Oklahoma City and things like that, so I got very involved in that that process, and um, you know, and I, I do believe that as a minister that you know a lot of people, you know, they say ministers shouldn't be involved in politics. I'm not running for office, but I want to find good men and men and women that believe in the Bible and believe in the Constitution, um, and and keep yeah, our man. moral values that will run run for office. That, you know, not just you know not just higher office, but school board. Um, super, I mean, you know. Um, um, all your commissioners. I mean, that's um, pretty important. That um, you know, and we found out during COVID that all your your local politicians have a lot of power. And um, 
Yes. So I'm um, I'm very good friends with all my local politicians now. So um, it's um, you know, I mean, I have a relationship. I mean, I, obviously, um, I think it's important, and um, you know, I'm I've kind of put myself on the map um, in the political world. So, um, but mainly with my close association with um, General Flynn, Roger Stone, um, Clay Clark is one of my best friends, and so um, yeah, and actually, uh, co-founder pastors for Trump now, and we have a organization as well as everyone a super PAC called PreserveUSA.org, um, which we're trying to help um, identify people in, in all in all the states um, to run for office because you know what, a senator in North Carolina is just as good as a senator in Oklahoma because we need to get more senators, more you know things. So I helped in some races in Arkansas, um, Alabama, New Jersey, and Oklahoma um, last in the 2022 election. Uh, unfortunately, we weren't able to win any, but we 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 able to, we we put some pressure on some incumbents that thought that they had a shoe in, um, you know. Right. And um, you know, and actually helped push them further right. We found that whenever you put somebody in in a race that's further right, then they have to go further right in, in order to um, in order to <laughs> appease their constituents, and so um, you know, yeah, holds them a little more accountable, really, right? <laughs> it, it's really hard to beat an incumbent, especially whenever. They get some endorsements for some people, like, um, um, well, therapeutics and, you know, <laughs> yeah, you know, so, I mean, a lot of times, you know, people get endorsements because they don't really know what, you know, until you really meet the guy or, or, the, or the gal, you don't really know really what to stand for, and sometimes they endorse people they shouldn't. Even President Trump is, is really um, good about endorsing a few people he probably shouldn't, but, um, you know, I haven't had the opportunity to meet President Trump um, as of yet. I've met his son, Eric, a number of times, really like Eric. Met Don Jr. once, um, you know, and um, you know it's interesting. In a ten-minute conference conversation with Don Jr., the guy doesn't really hardly know me at all. Um, he already told me this is before um, uh, President Trump said he was going to run for re-election. He says, "You know what, Craig? Um, my dad still surrounds himself with people who are not on his own team. Um, he's he's it's real easy for somebody who who he didn't use the word brown nose. I'll use the word brown nose, but basically." You know, these people come and they tell him how good he is and how he's and, and he'll distrust them blindly. And he mm. says, the one thing we got to do, we, we got to get these people out of his life. So yeah, that's, yeah. That's something that we're going to try to do. I'm a, you know, I don't know how we're going to do it because his own kids are having trouble even doing it. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I do believe, I, I know we are living the last days and I, and I do. Um, I'm, I'm pretty excited about the 2024 election. A lot of people are not. Um, they're like, oh, it's going to happen again. And everything that looks bad, but you know what? It doesn't matter. You know, we serve Jesus Christ. I mean, we don't serve. Amen. We don't serve any president. Doesn't matter who they are. Because some people, there was a rumor us pastors, pastors for Trump said, "Well, you, you know, you worship Trump." And so, um, I actually it was pretty, pretty. I at a meeting we had, I actually, I said, I want to set the record straight. Mainstream media said we worship Donald Trump. We worship Jesus Christ Himself. We don't worship a president. A president's only president for four or eight years. Mm -hmm. You know, we worship you know our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Well, lo and behold, um, someone from the Rolling Stone magazine was there, and they posted what I said, and they actually did it right. I mean, they didn't make wow. So, <laughs> I guess kudos to the, yeah. kudos to the Rolling. Now, so many other people looks like it looked like idiots. Not that I believe what they said, but they you know, but they actually says that Pastor Craig um, made it clear that we that they worship Jesus and not. President Trump. So, I, I was um, kudos to Rolling Stone. They gave me a, a really good, um, really good plug. But um, you know, it's. I mean, I never thought we'd live in the world that we live in. 
I don't know if Michael told you all, but I actually got a postcard from Satan the other day. Um, uh, wow. So this is a Satanic American uh, now, uh, Satanic J American J flag. Jackson Lawmeyer got one of those too, didn't he? <laughs> yeah, myself, Jackson, and Sean Foyd are the only three people that I know have got one. I'm sure the other people got uh, I know Clay Clark um, hasn't got one yet. He was kind of Actually, he was jealous. That that knows in, you're in on the, the target. Letter, it says that prideful godliness. Huh? No, no, it, says, it means you're, 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 you're over the target. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, it says prideful godliness of sexual perversion and gross immorality are here to stay. It says our children will turn to the darkness and abandon hope from hell, Satan. So pretty, pretty crazy. And. They also said that I was on the radar from the government media, so so be it. I'm sure I know Clay's on the radar. I don't know why I, I get the thing, um, you know. But anyway, it's you know I take his badge of courage that we're actually doing something because if it was if you know you know Satan wouldn't be trying to attack me, and I get it. This isn't Satan himself that wrote it, but it's somebody under his influence that, that wrote me yeah. this letter. Um, I wanted to write him back, um, but or him, her, whoever it was. But there's that. This is from Denver, Colorado, postmark. But there's actually five Satanist shirts in Denver, Colorado, according to one of my assistants who looked it up for me. So, so I can't. I guess I have to write five letters in order to yeah, maybe find out who wrote this. But, get back to the right so, one. Yeah, yeah. So, I, so I thought the the crazy part about it is when I scanned this card into my um my computer, it knew it was a Satanic American flag. Really? Uh, so I thought that would yeah because um it actually titled the PDF. Um, satanic American flag because I scanned it in because it started looking pretty bad. So, and it's in the. I didn't write it down. I'm like, how the how did my computer or my iPad actually know that that was a satanic American flag? But it, it did. It recognized. Yeah, it. it's AI. So it pretty, <laughs> pretty eerie, a little bit. Yeah, I heard you. Yeah, so so if you go to so I wanted to make sure people know where to find Craig hanging and where you where where they can find you. So I see a little scan um, scan details today. What's that for? What's the, what's the <laughs> UR code behind you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna scan so, it. So, yeah, so this QR. All right, this goes to rbtc.org. That's the website for our Bible college. Okay, um, awesome. You can go there today. Find out more information about our Bible. About our Bible college, you can actually apply today if you want. We're setting applications for the 2023-2024 school year. starts in the first week of September is when school starts. Uh, right. We are the most affordable Bible school in the nation. Um, $3,050 for, for, the, for the whole year. That includes your books, your tuition, your fees. Uh, even includes the gym membership. We just updated our gym. We got brand new equipment in there. So it includes um, a gym membership. You know, it comes as part of your fees and Three thousand fifty dollars. Raymond is a two-year school with a third-year option. So, um, first two years of general ministry. The third year, you can pick whether you think you want to be a pastor, want to be a music minister, children's minister, blah blah. You know, different things. Or you can pick biblical studies. If you pick biblical studies, that um, in the three years you go to Raymond, you'll study every single book of the Bible. So a lot of people come to Raymond to learn more about the Bible, want to get a, a foundation for God's word. Some people will take biblical studies and then go take the pastor. So they'll get a huge foundation, then they'll become a you know, in the pastors group, we we don't just teach you how to be a you know, we teach you how to write sermons, but we also teach you social media, teach you you know, people don't realize in order to be a pastor you have to actually do different stuff. And so um um my my son just took the pastors group. So they they take they take you off in a group of people and you go together and figure out um about your church and so you pick a city 
you do the demographics, you find a, a you go through Zillow or whatever, find the empty building that you would like the least, you have a budget. I mean, they take you through the whole thing of, if you're gonna pioneer a church, how you would do it, you know. So That's it's, awesome. It's, in fact, you have to even name your church. Um, so so it's you know, it's, it's a pretty thing for, for the pastoral group, but same with for the different groups we have, missions group. Um, the missions group you spend, um, during your school year, you spend a, a month, month and a half on the mission field. And they tell you, say, no, don't put these people in hotels that they need to stay um, you know, like a missionary, so it's um, it's right. it's, a, it's so, a pretty incredible thing. So if um, somebody if somebody has a a college degree versus somebody coming out of high school versus somebody that didn't even finish high school, <clears throat> does everybody start at the same level? Yeah, everyone starts at the same level. We we don't take <coughs> any college you know, things because we're totally different. Now, a number of colleges actually take our credits. Um, Oklahoma Wesleyan University, I think. On one of the degree plans, you get 35 hours um, if you come from Raymond to go their their thing. Ah. So if you figure out what it costs to go an, an hour Oklahoma Wesleyan, there's about 15 colleges that, that accept our, our credits. And so, um, you know, some take more, some take less. Oklahoma Wesleyan is one of the biggest ones. Um, you can do concurrent enrollment and, and go online actually, and, and be be going and getting your your degree, a bachelor's degree. Uh, like I said, we don't teach math, we don't teach English, so obviously your stuff goes toward religion type stuff. If you take a religious type degree. Or um, humanities, or, or you know, you know those kind of things. But uh, yeah, a number of colleges, including um, I believe Phoenix um, University, University of Phoenix, you know, online, um, Grand Canyon's online. You know, they take our credits. I mean, you know, there are a number of different um, schools. So it's really one of the cheapest ways to go to get your four-year degree you know, is to come to Raymond and then transfer um, to another college or take it same thing. Um, so in fact, we actually have Southwestern um, um, Assembly God. Um, SAGU, they actually have night classes. So we our 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 school goes to mid till, till, till noon from eight o'clock till, till noon. Um, that way people can work a job. Um, and um, so but in the afternoons, um, SAGU actually has has um, college campus. I mean they they use our campus for their school as well. So you can take classes there, um, and get your degree. But awesome. another place that was not which is not a QR code. If you want to get a hold of rama.org, R-H-E-M-A um, dot org is that website will can take you from that website to anything you know there you can buy stuff you have free products or check us out on youtube um my grandfather the kenneth hagan um channel we have raymond usa channel they have the kenneth hagan channel kenneth hagan channel actually has them um, yeah. they have over a hundred thousand um subscribers and so that's the raymond usa channel that's our main channel but we also have the kenneth hagan channel which is um you know what you can watch a lot of his older videos in fact you can see me walking around somewhere probably um, <laughs> as well but but on the Raymond USA channel, you can watch all our services live. In fact, um, uh, we have camp meeting coming up um, next week, Thank and you, you can Lord. watch in there. Hallelujah. Oops. So. There, there, there's a yeah. – I just want to show everybody and get that in the show notes here. So that's a Raymond yeah. – Ken- yeah. Yeah, Raymond Kennedy Hagen. There's other Kennedy Hagen, but this is the official one, um, you know, and so um, – okay. And you can we're, – we're, we're now just uploading more and more videos with – um, we kind of neglected it for a while, but so we're we're actually finding some of the unofficial videos, seeing who's what they're downloading over there, and, and then we'll we'll take them off the air and put them on our official channel. Um, so because our unofficial channel, you never know what they're putting on the backside or whatever, and we found out people are monetizing our ministry. So yeah, you know, and so and you know then also they have your information too. So and this is Rayma.org here, correct? But yeah, that, that's our. our Rama.org and pretty much and actually if you go on on the um, um, about the middle of the page all the way to the right over here if you go about the middle 
there's a find a church in your area um, right here somewhere on the I think on the quick links um, if you go up on the quick links uh, find a church right here in the middle of the, if you go to the left side right in the middle um, left side right down, here keep going down keep going down okay yeah go left side right there quick link there's find a church and if you click on that if you um, see the, you see the find a church sorry I'm find a going. church there I got it okay yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah. If you click on that, it takes you to the map. You can click on the map, and you can find a uh, Ramagrad uh, Church wherever you might live. Um, mm -hmm. So all 50 states. And um, if you There's actually click on it, it'll show you on the map where, where it is. So it's a pretty cool little area to find a Ramagrad Church and wherever you live. Um, wow. they're, I say Ramagrad Church. They're, they're a Ramagrad graduate. So so who, the, these pastors graduated from Ramagrad Bible Training College. So, I got gotcha. you. Um, okay. Kind of, Kind of a neat little tool for because people always ask, Craig, do you know a church in blah blah blah? And I, and I, I go to that that tool, um, that and every great. once in a while they live in a city that that I don't know. Um, so, you know, because we don't have them in every city, but we have quite a few churches there. That's awesome. So, so, so I'll have that in the show notes as well for everyone. So, so take us a, a little bit back to um, uh, um, Clay Clark because uh, obviously I'm I'm part of the the media team for the Reawaken tour. I've been on all of them, okay. I think, except for three, two or three. And so um, it's really interesting to see his business life and his past podcasts and books and everything and how his life changed based on a book he read. Yeah. You know what book I'm talking about, right? About what book, book uh, uh, Clay Clark yeah, wrote? Yeah, so um, <laughs> just kidding. Go ahead. Yeah, so let me tell you about Clay. Clay Clay's one of my, one of my best friends, and, and I'm going to tell you the whole – Story about Clay. I mean, Clay. You know, he, he's been a Christian, but you know, I, I'm gonna say he was pretty carnal for a while. You know, but, um, <laughs> he'll admit that um, because Clay is a business. His his job is a he'll admit it to you. His job is a business coach, so he coaches businesses. Well, there are a number of our Raymer graduates and some of our church members who actually have businesses that they hired Clay to help them. Right. And because of that, he had a lot of influence from Raymer people. And um, one one of our Raymond graduates gave him, it was Aaron Ansis, gave him the, the book, The Believer's Authority. And he began to find out, you know, that we actually have authority. Well, when, um, you have to understand, so Clay, I, I was um, one of Clay's podcast um, um, co-hosts um, quite a bit. And we would do nothing but business, you know, it was all business things. Like we interviewed the, the co-founder of Atari, which is pretty cool. We, we interview all kinds of people doing all kinds of stuff and walk, walks of life. Then all of a sudden, they shut everything down. I mean, COVID just, like, killed everything. So Clay, because he got a hold of the Believer's Authority, said, you know what, we need to take authority over this, both naturally, spiritually, whatever. And then so he started doing research, and he went out, and he, um, um, you know, we, we went on an effort to try to um, get churches back open, businesses back open. And the predecessor to the Reawaken America Tour, we had a, a little event here, in Tulsa, about 500 people with um, Sean Foyt, um, um, myself, Jackson Lawmeyer, and um, Brian Gibson, another pastor. And then we had we had three pastors, three doctors. Uh, we had Dr. Sherwood, um, Dr. Meehan, and Dr. Bartlett. Hmm. And then we had um, uh, Sean Foyt. And so we were just basically trying to get America because well, at that time, only one third of the churches had had reopened. You know, and that that was that. September of 2020, I think it was. So fast forward. So that was at Clay's thing. Fast forward to 2021. Uh, we're having April of 2021. We're Clay's having a business conference. He had him. He has him like every quarter. And um, so at that after that time, we had met General Flynn. General Flynn goes, "I'm going to come to your business conference." Clay's like, "That would be cool." 
So he announced general funds to come to the business conference, going to speak, and a lot of people wanted to come. And then he had all kinds of other people that, that said that they were going to come. Well, general funds says he's going to come. I'm, you know, I'm going to come check it out. Well, before long, we had all these people that were more politically involved and not really business involved. They were coming to this conference, and people were coming, wanted to come by the droves. And Clay can only seat about 500 people, maybe. I think we got six or 700 people in his building. So he called me, he says, hey, Craig, get a building to see the thousand people. I was like, yeah, we got, you know, we'll, we'll put you into the youth auditorium. You know, okay. You know, so it went from that to this to that. So pretty soon they're in the main auditorium. We had 4,500 people. Yeah, I was there. It was, it was beautiful. Well, I had, we had three yeah. weeks to prepare the first, first three week in America tour. Uh, in three weeks, we pulled it off. Clay never had pulled off any kind of big thing. I said, Clay, I do this all the time. No problem. Well, I worked with Clay's team. Um, we we pulled it off, um, you know, and um, it was packed, you know, in the auditorium. We had seven million people stream that week. Um, I don't know how many people I watched it la- later on. At, at that time, we called it the Health and Freedom Conference. Um, right. and it was probably the biggest thing that happened um, in America in 2021. And everyone says it's probably the, the biggest. I mean, you know, that we had a mass free, you know, jam packed. I mean, it was. It's Wherever amazing. you walk, there was people. I mean, it, it was it was an amazing thing, you know. And a lot of times, people, you know, I don't we I don't think we could recreate the atmosphere that we had during that time because I mean that was a lot of people who came to that meeting. They had been cooped up for a year and a half in their in their house. I mean, they were just um, it's just crazy, and um, you know, that just kind of um, um put us on the map. Um, you know, obviously I've made a lot of really good friends. Still have a lot, you know, good good friends. Um. I've been able to make about 70% of the Reawaken America Tour conference. You know, Clay has his own schedule. I have my schedule. So, you know, he's like, hey, we, we're scheduled here. And I mean, I'm like, well, I can't make that when I'm preaching here or there or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I try to make them if I can. Um, I was at the last one in Miami. I didn't make the event. I made that. We had a pastor for Trump meeting the night before. So I was there the night that before. That was packed. So I was in Miami. I just, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I just didn't make the actual event um, yeah. because I, I wasn't planning on going until the pastor for Trump rally got got called and yeah that that was that was really packed and um so so so, you know, so, so you know, we're pretty excited yeah so t- 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 talk a little bit about that because there's a pastor for rump rally again the night before vegas as well hopefully they'll plan better because it was such yeah. a big hit that they didn't have a room in in, in miami but um yeah. I, I know i know jackson lawmeyer's a big part of that to so explain how that got started yeah, well, so, um, you know, um, obviously I had my super pack and, and we had it for a while, but, um, you know, we knew because of our great, uh, you know, Roger Stone um, helped Jackson run his campaign. And so, um, so we, Roger is not officially with the campaign, but he's, he, he helps consult, um, you know, the campaign, you know, w- whatever. And so um, we were talking with so Roger. I mean, Jackson and I are, are huge supporters of President Trump. But a lot of pastors um, are kind of jumping off the bandwagon. I mean, you know, they don't. I mean, a lot of them was like, "Oh, well, I don't know. Maybe we'll wait till the primary. Maybe we'll wait to till whatever." And so Jackson and I had the idea, or Jackson had the idea, called me, says, "What do you think, Craig? Because I'm not doing it without you." So that that's how it kind of yeah. kind of happened. So Jackson, he called me and, and, and says that we need to really gather some pastors. And for something, there's two things. N- not just you know say we support Trump, but he needs a lot of prayer. I mean you know yeah, this, this is a this is I mean he's going through a battle um, like never before. In, in fact, um, 
Uh, we were on a call the other day um, with a, a number of different people, not, not just pastors, but but um, Roger was there with us. And Roger Stone, you know, and I don't know if you, Roger has a checkered past. I mean, Roger, Roger you know, has like eight confirmed miracles happened in his life, and he's a totally different man than, than he used to be than, you know, the Roger Stone I know today. And he'll, he'll tell you he's not perfect, and I'll tell you he's not perfect because I know Roger. But, but anyway, Roger says, you know, guys, I would never thought that I would ever say this, um, you know, being a political consultant, because me being a political consultant, it's all about the numbers. It's all about who's voting for what and all these kind of things. He said, but I think our best strategy for President Trump right now is prayer. Yes. And he goes, I know, I know that you, I guess, because we need to pray, first of all, you know, for him. We need to pray for the judges that are going to be on his case, that, that they will they, they will rule according to, to the Constitution and not by their political affiliation. Right. We need to pray for his legal team, that he'll surround himself with the right legal team. Right. That, and, and they'll be able to run. Because... There was, you know, some of the cases, you know, back during the 2020 election that the legal team didn't didn't do the right work and, and put the wrong, you know, that's why we couldn't challenge some of some of the states because they didn't, you know, they did shoddy work and you know, so, you know, um, President Trump's having trouble getting enough legal team because he keeps getting sued all these different states and so, you know, we got to pray for that. We got to pray for, you know, obviously, you know, if if you ask President Trump how to pray for the media, pray for the country. Uh, that, right. that's, you know, he's a because I'll be okay. Let's pray for this country. So, so prayer is a big thing. Pastors for Trump, what we do, we have a, I um monthly, you know, it's not a certain day or whatever. I know we have one coming up on Sunday night. I don't know um, uh, all the dates or not. I, and I I only know this because I got a text today saying, hey, we're gonna have a another um, um pastor for Trump um, prayer. So if you want to check us out, pastors for Trump with F, you know F O R or just the number four. Uh, whether you're a pastor or not doesn't matter. You know you can still sign up and be a part of our prayer calls, and we will have one Sunday night. We've also done some Twitter Spaces thing, which is pretty cool. We've um ah, just cool. impromptu you know, things. Um, that, in fact, that was where, Ro where Roger was talking was on a Twitter Space deal, and so a lot of times it's just you know, um, you know sometimes we're not good about planning out and, and saying in advance what we're going to do or. Or whatever, but we'll just throw an email out or, or throw, a, you know, a tweet out um, and um, letting people know. Because a lot of times it's the Spirit of God, you know, it kind of leads us. Or, you know, kind of, you know, we do know there is, uh, obviously, President Trump already let us know, you know that there is another, maybe another indictment coming um, in Washington, D.C. over the January 6th um, um, stuff. And so, um, you know, it's just crazy about what they're trying to do. And um, actually, I, I was on a podcast in which um, they had me on because I'm pro-Trump. Uh, the three hosts were pretty much pro-DeSantis, and you know, and I, I don't, I'm not mad at DeSantis or whatever. I think he should wait his turn, in my own opinion. Um, but anyway, so so we were having our debates and all this stuff, and and one guy did admit he goes, "Well, it is interesting because the mainstream media, the court case and everything, they're trying to get Trump, but they're not trying to get DeSantis or any other candidate. So obviously, they are." concerned about president trump and you know exactly you froze there craig and i'm not sure if you we have you still i mean he prophesied a lot of things about um, president trump way before president trump was even going to run and um, he's been right on so far and um you know he um prophesied a two-term presidency he did not say two consecutive terms he said right. two terms now maybe he's right maybe yeah. he's yeah. Yeah, that's Ken Clement. Yeah. Yep. And, and so, um, you know, you know, so I do believe that, that he's the right person. You know, I, I 
I put President Trump, he's more like a baby Christian. I know I was talking to him. I haven't had the you know opportunity to meet him. I've had one phone conversation, you know, a group conversation with him, but wasn't just me talking. Um, um, I've never actually met President Trump, but I've um, um, Brother Copeland, um, you know, talked to me right after, you know, right after he announced he was going to run. He had a group of pastors that came up. Brother Copeland was part of it, and then about a month or so later, I, I ran into Brother Copeland, and we were having talking about, you know. My grandfather was talking about all kinds of things. I said, "The protocol. Can I ask you one thing? I want to ask you, your, you know, what you think about about Donald Trump. You know, you know, running for president." And, and here's what he says. He says, "He says the man loves God." Now, I consider him a baby Christian. He's not. He's not on the scale where you and I are. And so, I treat baby Christians like a baby Christian. He's going to say things that are probably are things that you know that we wouldn't say or whatever. You know, and you know, uh, obviously, baby Christians hopefully grow. Um, and things like that, and so that's, um, you know, I mean, you know, he's not a pastor. I'm, you know, I'm not voting for for my pastor, but I do know that when he was president of the United States, we had a lot better economy. Yeah. Um, you know, he was very, uh, I mean, you know, it, I mean, he he moved the, the embassy in Israel, which everyone said they're going to do. No one, no one wanted to do it. Mm -hmm. um, something else that most people don't know. So when, whenever his first um, um, Christmas there, um, the the people were there talking about lighting up the Christmas tree, you know, and they're like, sir, um, you know, we need to talk about lighting up the holiday bush. And he says, holiday bush, what are you talking about? <laughs> I love that. You mean the Christmas tree? And he says, you know, oh, because they couldn't call it the Christmas tree under President Obama. They called, had to call it the holiday bush. But, you know, but he was the one that put Merry Christmas back into Christmas. You know, he's been very adamant uh, about about putting God in government. And, um, you know, I think it's some... Um, um, you know, I believe he's the right man for the hour. I do know that um, there's some. He has been better at identifying. Whenever he went into office, he didn't realize that the swamp was actually included Republicans. Yes. He actually <laughs> thought Republicans. He thought all Republicans were good, and even some of the people who put on his cabinet, he thought were good, and that turned out to not be so good. And so, I personally believe that he is, he will surround himself with a better team. Um, I think he'll surround himself with the people that I know personally, which that will be good, um, that will um, direct him, and not only from a natural thing, but also from a spiritual deal as well. I, I know that we'll be a part of his spiritual whatever and have as much influence as we can, um, you know, and I do know he has he doesn't have to be reelected. After four years, he's done. So there are some things whenever you, you don't have to speak – if you have a secret election, you got to make sure everybody likes you or, or whatever. Exactly. I, so he, I he can, he can make so, the hard choices, right? <laughs> yeah. 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 So, he's, hey, he's hey, Craig. The government, uh, you know what? I don't. No, no, I just wanted to kind of go back. I wanted to go back to make sure we cover this before beforehand is that um, the whole Johnson Amendment and the 501c3. So there's a lot of questions. I think, you know, there's a written prophecy by Mark Taylor talking against the 501c3. Uh, obviously, the Johnson Amendment is trying to shut up uh, pastors. Can you give us uh, so so when you, when you have new people launching churches, um, and so what, what's your whole view of the Johnson Amendment and the five hundred one c three situation? Well, you know, according to way I actually heard this, the reason of the Johnson Amendment because some churches hate Johnson, so they, that's why you started putting that. They got that thing passed. Um, <laughs> okay, because they started you know, talking about about him. <laughs> so. They start talking about it about him. According to, you know, I don't know if it's more a rumor or whatever, but, but there were some, a lot of churches that did not like him. Right. And so they came up. 
Now, um, you know, we are a 501c3 um, corporation. Um, um, as far as I know, I talked to a thing. They have never yanked one. Um, you know, they threatened to yank one, but they've never they've never yanked one. And uh, I will tell you from a Democratic perspective, I, I actually, um, well, so a number of years ago, um, Jesse Jackson was running for president, and we were in West Virginia, Huntington, West Virginia, and Jesse was staying in our hotel. Um, we were doing a meeting at a, at a church. Jesse was going to go speak at some Baptist um, church as well as give his campaign thing. So we, and, and it just turned out they weren't too far from each other. So we're following his motorcade all the way up. I'm thinking, so he can go preach at a church and talk about his campaign, you know, but, but, you know, we can't. I mean, you know, that's just some, you know, the, the deal is. Yeah, that's um, a good point. In my own opinion, it, my deal is if they want to take, you know, try to take my 501c3. So, so be it. It's not, it's not, I mean, I, I'm going to take every, every advantage we can right now. If they want to take it, let them take it. People are going to still donate um, regardless. Um, and technically, uh, you know, the way I understand you, if the church, you can actually not have a 501c3 and still give tax deductions and, you know, there's ways yeah. to do it, but, you know. Yeah, there's, you a, there's 508, there's 508s now. You're, you're, yeah. Yeah, but you need to, I don't want you on the on the podcast, you need to speak you know, better help than me. Okay. I mean, you know, and I am, um, you know, yeah, you know, they're, they're saying, well, 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 Trump did a letter. I, I don't, I don't know. I just don't really worry about it. You know, honestly, I just, um, um, I actually first Liberty, I believe is what they're called. They already said that they, they'll, they're looking for, they want the government to challenge, challenge. In, in fact, um, they actually sent a letter to the um, IRS about one pastor. Some of, the, some of the things he said and some of the deals just as, just to see what, hoping that they would try to challenge it because they're they're itching at the at you know for, I, I think I believe it's first level they're, they're out of Dallas um, they're one I, I went to a, a presentation and um they um they helped a lot of churches during the COVID thing or whatever and they're 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 chomping at the bit to to challenge it in fact they're begging churches just to do all you can I mean I'm we're waiting for someone to get a letter but the problem is most of the time they threaten but they never really come come down with it it's it's more of a, a threat um you know. I, the deal is, is that my grandfather always was big on taking every tax advantage that's possible. That's legal, legal, legal tax advantages. You know, not, not illegal stuff. And so, um, um, you know, we um, we are a five hundred one c or you know three organization. Um, doesn't stop me from saying some of the things that um. Right. Um, so, know. and I think that's a key, key now, point. I do. I, 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 now I will say this. I mean, this is something that we you have to understand because we are a. a an organ, a nationwide, actually worldwide organization. There are people who who do support our ministry that are not Republicans, you know. So yeah, you know that's something else, you know, a, a, as well. Um, you know, a lot of them probably more the probably the blue dog Democrats. You know, people don't realize that there are a lot of good people that. Well, even my, my dad and mom were were one of those until until Ronald Reagan. They were registered Democrats. I mean, you know, right. there's a lot of good people that are still registered. If they vote a Democrat, and so um. You know, but but my dad actually, you know, he took the Democrat Party and the Republican Party's platform one Wednesday night, and this is during the 2016 election, and says, "Okay, this is this is their platform on their website. This is their platform. Which one you know, coincides with our with our Christian values?" And there's no question about it. You know, which one does? And so that's um, pretty pretty interesting. And he goes, you know, he didn't he didn't break any quote unquote rules. I mean, he just threw the platform out there. So you know, right. Um, you know, 
here's something else. The great thing about being part of Pastors for Trump, I can say, hey, I'm co-founder of Pastors for Trump. I'm not telling you who to vote for, but you know who I'm voting for. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> that's a great point. Uh, yeah, so well, well, that's a, I think that's a, the major point that I just want to get across is that uh, if if uh, you don't leave a church based upon, in my opinion, on what they're organized as, is, it, is it, are they being bold for Christ? Are they being bold for fighting this battle for America, right? Versus using that as an excuse to not get in the battle, yeah. right? And I see that a lot where... Yeah, I mean, most of the time, it's not... They're not really concerned about the government. They're more concerned about one of their board members. More, You know, that that is... Um, I'll tell you that's the, the biggest excuse that you know I because I've heard from the pastor. Well, if I'm too outspoken, this guy might quit giving to my church. Mm-hmm. They're usually more more concerned about the guy who is giving than uh, whatever. I will say this: I'm I'm going to go on record when we had the the first reawaken America tour um, things. I got a phone call from one of our big donors, and um, mm-hmm. and he says, I don't know if you know this, I'm a Democrat. I'm like, okay. <laughs> He goes, I didn't vote for President Trump. I didn't vote for Governor Stitt. I, I'm like, you know, I just want to make sure we can still be friends. I'm like, yeah, we can still be friends. I mean, you know, that's and, – and we, we had a, a conversation, and, you know, I didn't realize he was a Democrat. But but he was concerned that I wouldn't – you know, I will say to this day, he's still one of our big donors. I mean, nothing's changed uh-huh. or whatever, and he respects it, you know. And, and um, you know, we've had some great conversations. You know, he's not for abortion. He's not for – he's like a – a blue dog Democrat. Also, he happens to um, be a civil engineer. So when it comes to infrastructure, he says, "I made our, my company made the most money during Obama because he put you." And it says Biden has a bigger infrastructure bill than he goes. Now I don't know how we're going to pay for it. I'm not, you know, I'm not here. To, I'm, our grandkids, our great grandkids, will be paying for it. Says, <laughs> but but our 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 business will make money. So you know, half the time I started thinking, well, if his business makes money, he's the kind of guy that he he taught. I mean, he, he gives money on as soon as he. Signs a deal with his business. As soon as they pay him, he writes a check. I'm like, well, infrastructure got past this. This guy makes more money. We make more money. So anyway, it's kind of my brain's like, well, what's better? You know, I mean, someone's thinking from a financial situation. But you know, the the deal is, I love everybody. You know, and I was talking to a guy, a lady th- th- today, and so she was actually proud of herself. She actually had a conversation with a liberal today, and actually was a decent conversation they were able to have an open honest conversation she goes that's the first time in like years i've actually I've been able to... now she didn't change his mind but she did said that he was and he's a teacher he's like man you made me think a lot you know that because you brought up points that i've never even thought about so you know i wish we could actually talk more you know among people because a lot of times um you know that's the thing president trump actually i, I will go on record you know he wrote the art of the deal he actually thought he could go to washington dc work with the Democrats, and they could pass laws, and, you know, and they could compromise. That was the whole point. Right. And so he was shocked whenever there was no compromise, and I think I think that was, I mean, he's been shocked about a lot of things. He thought it was going to be a whole lot different once he got to Washington, D.C. Yeah, um, especially when half the Republicans were fighting against him behind his back, all right? That's, uh, yeah. yeah. That's so so Di, I mean, Di Fleming from England has a question for you, so, so go ahead, Di. Hello there, Pastor Craig. I'm just wondering, how soon after the pandemic, or should I say, pandemic began, did you f- figure there was something not quite right about what was going on? Um, after it took more than 15 days to slow the spread, you know, because you know here in America, at least, um, 
I mean, and I'm going to, I'll tell you what we did here at our ministry is that um, we had a prayer meeting on Sunday, um, Sunday night, and we were praying that the government would come up with a plan because, you know, we didn't know what was going on. I mean, everybody was in, President Trump had an announcement, you know, 15 days to slow the spread. And, and so we were like, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll help for 15 days. Well, then, um, um, Governor Stitt, our governor actually came on the next day, had a, had a press conference and he says, um, um, I have no right to shut a church down. I don't have that right. He actually, he, he admitted to it. He goes, uh, but I'm going to ask if the churches will, will consider going online for a short time to figure out what's going on. Well, I, I guess it was, so we shut down, or we didn't shut down, we, we went online only for like three weeks, I guess it was, and really about, two, it was about two and a half weeks or two weeks, you know, well, over the 15 days, we figured this is, this is baloney. It just took us a little bit of time because when we reopened, we did have a few precautions that we put up, you know, mainly to help people because I don't really care about any precautions, um, you know, but, but just to help people feel better. And, um, you know, so I think we were shut down for three weeks. Um, and at that point in time, we kind of knew the thing. There was something, something didn't smell right. Something didn't look right. Dr. Fauci didn't even know whether people should wear a mask or not, you know, and, you know, that's, that's one thing too. So, you know, but, you know, I will say like a lot of other people, we had no clue. I mean, you know, at, at first, I, I, you know, I think most of us, um, now, I wasn't ever afraid of the virus. That's nothing. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but power, love, and a sound mind. Um, you know, and I know that it's, I know the word, you know, but I was concerned at that point in time about other people who came to the church that might got sick and might, might not, you know, I believe that a lot of people die because of, because of fear. They mm-hmm. begin to get afraid, and that's whenever they, you know, begin to, you know, those things and so on. Um, you know, uh, but, that's kind of our what happened with us and it might not have took me two weeks but it took everybody else a few weeks to figure it out um um you know so that's just and and then you know you know it's it's just crazy it was all about control and it still is all about control and i think that um i I talked to well i didn't talk to one of my good friends talked to to an israeli official um, right in the beginning of the of the pandemic and um and actually, he says he this Israeli official made it made a comment. Um, in his own opinion, he says they're just trying to figure out, you know, what they can do to control. I mean, it's all about you know control. And um, I'm he goes, I'm actually more worried about what's coming next. You know, he goes, I think this is a test for what's coming next that actually might actually be a lot more harmful. Yeah, maybe maybe the case. Yeah. So so Chris, go ahead. Hi, Pastor Greg. How you doing? Good. I just want to let you know one thing that I um, I actually pray for you guys all the time, and I pray for protection over you because I know you guys are on the front line. So um, my question is, your grandpa's um, prophecy about the um, the fist coming out of the ocean and the atheistic yeah. communism. How much of that do you think is left to be fulfilled, or do you think it's all done? Um, as, as far as the bad part or the good part, because the good part hadn't been fulfilled yet. I mean, you know, because in what you see part. her if you're watching is, I mean, if you, yeah, if you'll Google um, um, Kenneth E. Hagan, 1963 prophecy, my grandfather prophesied in 1963 
that a, a, a black fish would come on Atlantic Ocean, which quite similarly, Clay Clark mentioned, you know, it, it's almost he what he described looks like the Black Lives Matter um, um, logo. The actually. BLM. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And so, and it, and he says it would spread all the over the atheistic communism thinking would spread all, all over the United States. And he saw a map of the United States, and he saw ink blots be hit in different cities, and begin to spread. Um, you know, and um, my grandfather asked, "Is there a remedy?" And, and the Lord showed him a revival taking place, and, and said he saw, he saw men and women that first of all their head was on fire, then their hands were on fire. And, and I don't believe we got to that revival part, you know, you know, um, you know, as of yet. Um, I want to think that we're not going to have any more blackness, but, you know, you know I, I, it's right now it's hard. because we're coming to an election. I believe that there are some nefarious. You know, I think Black Lives Matters kind of, you know, the organization, you know, that they've kind of in trouble. But I do believe that there's some, you know, there's there's a spread of that kind of thinking that they're trying to um Probably, I mean, yeah. I don't. This is not a prophetic thing. I don't. I'm going to say, let's say it's the Lord. But I, I believe we'll see some more riots, and I think we'll see some more, you know, you know, e everything, especially come up to election, and and they'll try to blame it on on the right. Um, yeah, that's how it always is. Um, um, but you know, I, I don't know. All I know is at the end, we're going to have a great revival, and I think that that even goes with Matthew 24. It talks about, you know, you know, at the end of days, but. Uh, Matthew 24 actually uses the word, you know, we're going to have quakes, famine, floods. We're going to have pestilences with an S. That's pandemics with more than one. And so, um, you know, I, I'm just, I'm, I don't want to say I'm looking forward to it, but, but, but you know, I'm just prepared for whatever they're going to come at me. Um, someone told me the other day, said, well, um, they're going to quit eating meat. I'm like, why are you going to quit eating meat? But, because we won't be able to find meat at some point in time. So I'm just going to get used to it. I'm like, that's stupid. Um, you know, <laughs> the other side about it is, did you you have a Bible? I said the Lord invented DoorDash. You know, back you know, back a long time ago, um, <laughs> in the middle of the wilderness. Um, and I said, if he has if he has to bring meat to my to my door, because you see, not only did they get manna from heaven, it says there were quail that were like just like walking around Absolutely. that they would just pick out. And so I said, I said he can bring he can he can do it again. So you know, I know, I'm. I'm optimistic, you know. I, I will say that Clay's not as optimistic as I am, but I, but I'm, I'm a minister and he's not. So you know, you know, he and, and too he does a lot of re, he does a lot of research on the natural side. Yeah, I'm more the spiritual side. You know, like you know what? Yes, these things might happen, but God's still God. I mean, my yeah. Bible says that Amen. God will meet all my needs according to the riches of glory. You know what? When my needs go up, His provision goes up. If if I'm paying Amen. twice as much for fuel, twice as much for you know, whatever that he's going to provide, you know, you know, I just think the thing my God will provide and I'm, I'm, I'm pretty excited. I mean, I, I don't know. Jehovah Jireh. Clay, Clay will tell you, it, you know, <laughs> it, you know, it looks like, you know, it's going to get bad, Craig. And I'm like, eh, that's okay. You know, God's still God. <laughs> awesome. Amen. Thank you. Yeah. Go ahead, Gus. <laughs> You're welcome. Hey, Pastor Craig, it really is an honor to have you on with us. Um, you had mentioned that you support different candidates, and you mentioned Alabama. I was wondering who you supported in Alabama. Um, her name was B. Nichols. Um, she actually was running at the. Um, There's only one Democrat seat on, on the, the House Representative. Um, B. probably could not win the thing. If you look at the seat, 
they kind of carved it out and so it's very low income or whatever she wasn't um she, she you know there's probably no way she can win but she got almost 40 percent of the vote which is unheard of um the the, the i can't remember the lady's name that was setting she had been there for 12 years or something like that nobody has i think the last five times nobody had to ever even challenged her um b was a school teacher um and um she went to some of these rural things she, she didn't know how to run a campaign you know so and i got involved like a month before the the, the the thing but i don't think we could win but i think that we can win again if the republican party actually see they didn't give her any money because they didn't think it was a winnable race um she had some local republican people gave her some money and uh, if we can find a, a better candidate um um in my opinion, and it needs to, to be an African American candidate in, in that in that district. And uh, while she was Native American, she was an African American. I said you need to put a push on your Native American, but that was the race that we helped out a little bit um, there. Um, got her some TV exposure on on the Victory um, Channel and and some, but um, she didn't have the money. I mean, so she was it was a David versus Goliath race, and I, I think she got like thirty eight percent of the vote though. So um, you know, it was it was pretty um she did really well for, for the amount of money she spent and i believe if, if someone spent some money and actually started working earlier we might can flip all the the seats red it's it, it is i mean it's a really weird district if, if you carve it out i'm not sure i can't remember what number that is but if you look at it and um it, it it's it it's carved out according to what i read for if you even read it online for the democrats to basically hold, um, hold that seat because of the way it's carved out right, so, the gerrymandering. so that was the yeah yeah they just I mean, Jeremy, it goes to a lot of the major cities, but, but you know, and she goes, Craig, you wouldn't believe how many people in my district do not have running water, mm-hmm. you know, and um, they just keep voting over and over again for the same person. And, um, you know, but I do believe it's winnable. Um, you know, I, I don't know who's going to try to run in that in that thing. Um, B actually went to one of our Raymond churches, and so that, that's how I met her, and um, I've Set and had like a two-hour conversation, and then I said, "I'm, I'm I'll help try to help you out as much as possible." Got a hold of some other people, but, but we were it was like, um, you know, well, I guess it was in September, so we had two months before before the thing. But you know, she didn't have the money, um, and she didn't she didn't have the knowledge either. But she did really well for what she had. I mean, you know, she just went in as a teacher, just trying to explain what she wants to try to do, and um, yeah, you know, she was able to win some people that probably wasn't winnable um and uh, i believe that we could turn that seat if somebody really would help it mm-hmm. okay thank you yeah so pastor uh, i mean sorry reverend i know you like to use reverend so to tell, tell us the difference between reverend and pastor and minister give us a lesson on that real quick <laughs> actually i don't have a clue you can call me craig i don't i don't really know <laughs> okay I mean, uh, but I mean, you know, well, obviously there's there's different ministers that, you know, a pastor, obviously the pastor of a local church, you know, um, I, I, I don't even know what the difference between a reverend and a minister are. Okay. Um, I do know in the black church, um, you know, the black church that, that they have, some people call reverend, some people call ministers, and I I, I have no clue why. It, it tends, I do know that it tends to be if they're younger, a lot of times they call a minister, mm-hmm. and I guess after they get older i i i don't know you'll have something to, to do with the gray hair yeah i mean well good you know I, I i'm not big on titles you know understand you know people always ask well well what are you i mean you know it's i'm more about i'm just Craig. um you know you can call me what you want to call me but but um you know i'm not 
I'm not really huge on on any kind of title. I, I'm, I try to be an average person, I mean, just a normal person. I, I try not to think of myself as celebrity status type situation. Um, because you know what? If it wasn't for God, I wouldn't be doing anything. I mean, it's it's not about me. It's about who's working on the inside of me. And you know, I realize that without hmm. without the Lord, I'm nothing. And so, I'm awesome. not big on titles. People, someone I've seen people they'll call me Craig, you know, and they'll, they'll feel embarrassed. I'm like, that's my name. I'm 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 cool with it. It's not really no, no big deal. You know, call me yeah. Craig. So 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 uh, so Reverend Craig. I had, had had to put the reverend in there, but but um, hey, so we we like we love to end our broadcast by having a bunch of prayer warriors pray for you, and uh, so okay. we just want to know, and then maybe maybe we'll also give you the last word to just any final message you want to give. But before that, let's lift you up in prayer. But is there anything specifically for personally for you or your family that you would like some prayer about? Actually, you know, after getting stuff like this, protection would be a good thing. I mean, yeah, you know. <laughs> I mean, you know, I, you know, the, the, the devil's a liar and things like that, obviously, uh, you know, and we need to, you know, protection just to help me to be bold, boldness to stand up, you know, because a lot of times it's not always easy to be, be bold, but, um, um, you know, but, you know, in, in all reality, I mean, I'm, I'm calling President Trump, we need to be praying for this nation. I mean, I'm going to make it, so, but, but, um, but yeah, I'll, I'll take all the prayers we get. It's, it's funny because um, I run to a lot of people and say, I pray for you on a daily basis. I'm like, well, I must need it because a lot of people are praying for me. So, um, <laughs> but you know, but yeah, I mean, you know, just pray for boldness and, and the, the, that, uh, and also that I'll step into what God wants me to do. I mean, you know, because that, you know, um, I'm, I don't feel like I'm a young man. I'm 54. I'll be, I'll be actually, I'll be 54 on Saturday. Sorry, my Woo, birthday. Ah. So, um, yeah. Oh, something else I, I do need to mention. We have our camp meeting coming up next week. So let I me mean, check that out. Um, um in goodrainment.org, check that out. A anyway, tent yeah, meeting. Pray for boldness. Okay. Pray, pray, help me step out and pray for protection over me and my family. Um, you know, because sometimes they don't bother me, but they might bother my family. You know, I, I've, I've had that happen. You know, in the past as well. So that sounds awesome. That sounds awesome. Well, well maybe uh, Gus, would you mind starting out with a prayer, and then anybody else else wants to pray, and I'll wrap her up. Absolutely, love to. Abba Father. We come before you tonight and we want to pray for Craig Hagen. I'm just going to call him Craig Hagen. <laughs> uh, Lord, we pray that you bless this man. It's it's obviously that, that you have blessed him in life, Lord. You've positioned him in life in a place where he's very influential, Lord, that um, uh, Rama Bible is, is influencing around the world with all these churches and, and Bible schools and studies and whatnot. Uh, from his dialect, from his speech, Lord, you can tell he's very versed in the Bible, uh, that he lives by your word, Lord. Um, we just pray, Lord, that you armor him up, that you protect him, protect his family as well, Lord. Surround them with your holy angels of all rankings and divisions. Uh, just put a covering on them, Lord. And Lord, we just pray that you would give him insight and boldness to whatever you desire for him in Rama Bible College or whatever direction you're going to send him off into or into the future, Lord, that you would give him ears to hear, eyes to see, a heart that understands what your what your will is for his life and, and above all, boldness to carry that out. Lord, we pray this in the name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, the King of Kings, the Word of God that was from the beginning, that was with you and was you, Lord, the one we worship. Amen. 
Amen. Amen. I forgot to put my uh, m music in there, but I wanted to see if anybody who who else would like to lift up Craig. Now we have a bunch of prayer warriors on right now, Charlotte and Chris and others. So go ahead. Chris has her Can I go ahead? Go ahead, Chris. All right. Father, I just thank you for um, Reverend uh, Craig, and I thank you for the life that you have given him. Thank you for the knowledge that you have given him and his upbringing. Father, we just ask you that as he is putting himself on the front lines of this battle, we ask that you would put a hedge of protection and a wall of fire around his mind, body, soul, and spirit. I ask for you to touch him from the top of his head to the soles of his feet, that you would keep his health protected, every part of his body's health protected, Father. Lord, we ask that you would keep his family protected, their health protected, and we ask that you would put your ministering and warrior angels around each one. Father, we just thank you that he does not live in fear, but we also know that you dispatch your angels to have charge over every one of your warriors, Father. And we dispatch angels to be around him, Father. Lord, we ask that you would let him know with every step that he takes that he is gaining ground for you and that you go ahead of him in every single battle that he faces for. And we just thank you and praise you for our brother. And we ask that you would help him to have strength and health and to be prepared for the battles that you have in front of him. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen, thank you. Chris, anybody else like to pray? Thank you, Father, for our brother, Craig. Lord God, I thank you for his dad, his grandfather, and all those in his family who have heeded the call. And I remember watching him as a young man, full of joy, full of joy, not wanting to take the mic, but he took it anyway. He felt it was overflowing. Continue to fill him, Lord God, and fill his children and his children's children, and every generation to come. Father, we pray for his tomorrow, for there is no evil in his tomorrow, Lord God. And you are the God of yesterday, today, and tomorrow, Lord God. So we lift up his tomorrows and the tomorrows of his family to keep safety there, to keep peace there, to keep abundance there. In the mighty name of Yeshua. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Anybody else like to pray? Yes, Lord, I'd like to pray, Rick. Okay. Dear God, I just thank you and praise you for this glorious day. I thank you for the majesty and for the strength and for the honor of being your children and waiting and watching and praying to see what you are about to do in this wonderful plan. And I thank you for this dear Pastor Father God and his family and his church. I ask you to strengthen them, surround them with your protection, give them your strength, give them your courage, give them your joy for your joy doeth good like a medicine and provides strength to their being. And we thank you for that right now in Jesus' precious holy name. 
and we thank you for what you're about to do in our land and we praise you and give you honor and glory for it but i thank you especially for him coming to join us tonight and for for the reassurance and the love and the peace that he brought with him and we thank you for that in jesus name amen amen Thank you. All right, I'll wrap this up here with just saying that thank you so much, uh, Lord, for the pleasure of having uh, Reverend Craig Hagen on tonight on the Blessed Teach Show. And Lord, we're just—I uh, just agree with all these prayers. And you know, I think we covered His protection, covered His boldness, and just thank you for continuing to do that. And Lord, so I just want to add uh, just the just in Acts three nineteen when it talks about the times of refreshing. Lord, I pray that the Holy Spirit just yes. comes across yes. Him right now. And you just refresh him. He has a great night's sleep tonight. He wakes up um, with the joy of the Lord and just being completely revived, Lord. And we just use him in a mighty way for your kingdom. He has so much energy already, but just give him more. Amplify his voice. Use him in a mighty way for your kingdom, uh, even more than he could even ask or imagine. We love you, Lord. And we say these things in the name of Jesus. Amen. I appreciate amen, you. Amen, amen, amen. Amen. Thank you, favor, Jesus. Favor upon you, sir. Favor. Favor of God. Yes, Lord. Amen. Yeah, uh, Pastor Craig, I just wanted to give you yeah. a, a, a last word. Any any uh, last minute message you want to give the, these people that are kind of in fear, etc. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. Well, first of all, like I said, God's not giving us the fear of fear, so we you know we don't need to be afraid of anything. You know, all we need to do is is give those give those worries and cares to God, like the Bible says. You know, when you give a care to God, that means they're no no longer your care. Now it's His care. Um, you know, when you go out and win the kingdom for God, but um. You know, God put us on the earth for such a time as this. And, and a lot of people said, oh, I wish I would live during Paul's time or Jesus' time. But God put you here for this time. And, you know, we need to be a blessing and to do what he's called. I, I believe that God has called each and every one of us to do to do something for the kingdom. You know, what, whatever it might be, to minister to our world. And, you know, go out and be a blessing. My, my grandfather said that every day he never prayed that God would bless him, but he prayed that he would be a blessing. He would pray that people would come across his path on a daily basis. That it could be a blessing too, and a blessing doesn't mean you have to give someone money. It, may, it means you know maybe saying hi is being a blessing. Maybe just being friendly is, is a blessing. You know, and and so we need to be a blessing um, for people. But you know, once again, if you or, or someone you know, maybe your kid, grandkid, your nephew, your niece, is looking to go to Bible school or looking to learn more about the Word, you know, you know, we have a generation that didn't really grow up in, in Sunday school, children's church, and you know, they don't even know the Bible. Um, Rainbow Bible Training College is a great place, rbtc.org. And I, I do believe that um, for young men and young women, you know, if they're going to go off to a normal college, they need to get a Bible foundation, you know, so they can stand against the wiles yeah. of, of the enemy because um, mm -hmm. these colleges are pretty crazy um, going on. So you can check us out, rbtc.org. Anything about Rama, rama.org. Check us out there. Um, thank you for having me. You know, it's been a wonderful, wonderful time being here on the show. All right. Great. All right, I'm gonna we're gonna get moved to some music and before we wrap up here, but we just wanted this to, everybody to, to to unmute and say goodbye and thank you to Craig for, for Craig Hagen to pastor or Reverend Shalom, or brother Minister Hagen. Thank you. Shalom. God bless you guys. We love you. Love you and a privilege. Honor. Isn't that awesome? It's so awesome to have a great people like that on the show. And uh, we're just going to continue with some awesome music that we uh, that we're, we try to just take music and just attach it to scripture here. This is uh, Raise a Hallelujah and 
you know, hallelujah is actually a compound word, hallelujah meaning uh, joyous praise and song, and Yah refers to Yahweh or God. So we put that together and it's we joyfully praise God in song, just like Psalm 95.1 says, Oh, come, let us sing to the Lord. Let us make joyful noise to the rock of our salvation. And the second verse we highlight here in this song, it's in the presence of our enemies, right out of Psalm 23.5. It says, You're, You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. And our weapon is what? It's a melody. We talk about that praise and thanksgiving being a melody. I mean, being a weapon, right? Praise and thanksgiving that we talk about when the, in the song, Surrounded and Fight My Battles. Now here, this song's doing the same thing, talking about our weapon is a melody, right? In 2 Chronicles, you had the army um, going up against an impossible odds, but he put the praise band in front with the shofars and said he pointed those who were to sing to the Lord and praise him in holy attire as they went before the army and when they began to sing and praise the Lord said the ambush against the men who came against Judah so that they were routed they all helped destroy one another Woo! that's what's going to happen with this cabal they're going to destroy one another as we praise right now heaven comes to fight for me you shall not fear them for it is the Lord your God who fights for you. Let's not go in fear. Let's worship the Lord God Almighty as we wrap up this uh, episode. I raise a hallelujah in the presence of my enemies. I raise a hallelujah.
<laughs> Gotta love some of these songs. Uh, we have over 30 of those, and uh, over 40 in the works, uh, but uh, we uh, continue to invest in these beautiful videos that match the scripture as well as the lyrics. So hope you enjoy that. We play um, a bunch of them on Praise and Prayer every Monday and Thursday. So join us this Thursday. We'll be doing a teaching on Revelation 6 as well as the seals get opened and um, be playing a ton of that music. And then we also do it on Friday and Sunday for Word and Worship where we listen to awesome music in between short teachings. So it's a little bit different uh, concept to really make sure our heart's worshiping as we do all this. And so... Please keep me in your prayers tonight. I am so broken, says Shuri. So maybe maybe we'll do lift up a Shuri real quickly in a in a in a prayer there. So um, I know Nat, would you mind just maybe ending the, ending the broadcast with us by pay, paying, praying for Shuri? She's just uh, not doing well, and she, she's broken about something, and we're not sure what it is. But just lift her up. Yes, of course, dear Heavenly Father, uh, we lift up Shirley to you in Jesus name and you know what's wrong in this situation uh, and uh, I ask you to come with your Holy Spirit and comfort her give her that with your love your love father just fill her with your comforting love father God and bless her whatever it is whatever situation this is uh, what is going on in her life i ask you father to intervene and make a way for her bless her give her that um power she needs in this situation of healing or comforting your love and just Embrace her, Father, with your love. Through Jesus Christ, we ask you. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much. Hey, with that, we're going to move over to Backstage, where we're going to do PCR, which is Project Children Rescue. You can find that on where we post about the, the progress being made um, based upon our prayers and other things uh, right here in the neighborhood. So everything I've been talking about... Um, is where your Facebook replacement, this Christian impactor platform right here. Again, it's neighborhood.social. Download that on your phone. And there's all kinds of groups. And one of the groups, if you just type right in here, just a uh, PCR, you're going to find Project Children Rescue. So love to have you guys come to PCR and hit the search button. And we'll just find it on your phone, right? You're going to find this group, and we just are posting about Project Children Rescue, the rescue that's happening. Here's Lois posted something two hours ago about uh, Angel Studios and, and, and some of the some of the things on Angel Studios. We got Jeremiah Perez uh, just posted something on a sex trade busted. So uh, then we just, then we're going to pray. We we pray for this. We pray for the against the the nations of the MSM, mainstream media, uh, that are protecting these pedophiles and exposures of them and also praying for the military that's out there rescuing and doing the hard work in the military. So we'd love for you to join us um, to, right right now. You could go create an account and be back there in two minutes praying with us or just listen to the prayers at blessedteach.com. Go to Backstage. And the Backstage app will be able to get your free account. That's a pay-forward model now. I think you guys will really enjoy that. 
And with that, if I'm backstage, I'm just mind unmuting and saying goodbye, and we'll see you backstage in just a, just a few minutes. Bye. Yeah, God bless. Bye, God bless. Goodbye. Bye. 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 Shalom, y'all. Shalom. Shalom, shalom. <laughs> no.